This is Baba Kama Daf Pei Gimel Baruch Hashem. Another exciting day in the world of the Daf as we're concluding this lengthy and not such a simple parak of Perek Merubah, the seventh parak. And then we'll be diving straight into the eighth parak, Perek HaChayvel. So let's pick it up on the last line of Pei Beis Amid Beis, in which the Gemara today really continues off of the previous Gemara that taught us that one should not learn Chachmas Yevonis. Asks the Gemara on the last line, V'chachmas Yevonis mi asura, asira. Is it really forbidden to learn Greek? V'atani learned in Rabbi taught Rabbi, Baruch Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael. As we turn over to Pegimol Amir Aleph, Lashain Sursi Lama. Why do they speak Sursi? Ailashan Hakodesh, Ailashan Yavanis. Said Rabbi, why are you speaking Sursi in Eretz Israel? And rather, what should you speak if not? Said Rabbi, either Lashan Hakodesh or Lashan Yavanis. And we're assuming if we just said a moment ago, you should not be speaking, should not be understanding and learning. Chachmas Yevonis, the Gemara's understanding that seemingly Lashoin Yevonis is the same thing. Why speak Arami? Similarly, So what do we see? That's what Rabbi Yaisi said about those who spoke, spoke Arami. But from the first statement of Rabbi, what do we see? We see the Rebbe favored speaking Yevani over Sursi. So how can it be that it's forbidden to learn Chachmas Yevonis? Explains the Gemara Amri, Loshen Yevani Lechod, Chachmas Yevonis Lechod. That there's two different things. There's the Chachma, there's the wisdom of Yevonis, then there's the Loshen just talking their language. Says the Gemara of Chachmas Yevonis Miasiram. It's really the Chachma Yevanis Aser. Now we're sort of going more direct into that which we ended off the previous year asking Amaram, Vamar Av Yudam or Shmuel, Misham Rashbag, Yudam or Shmuel says the name of Shimon Gamliel, quoting a Pasik in Echam, Aini Oilal and Afshi, Mikol bin Ais, Iri. Said or Shimon Gamliel, I applied to myself the pasuk that my eye, Einai, is oilula, is disgusting because of me more than all the daughters of the city. And he explains, Elav Yeladim There were a thousand children, thousand young men in the house of my father. Chamesh meis vem lamdu teira. Five hundred learned teira. Chamesh meis lamdu chachma yevanis. Five hundred learned yevanis. And said, Rashim Gamliel, the only one that remains from all those a thousand is Elani Khan, Uban Achim, and the son of my father's brother, Ben Achiaba, Beasya and Asya. So what do we see? We see that under the tutelage of the father of Rashim Gamliel, Rabin Gamliel, they learned, 500 of them learned Chachus Yevanis. So how can it be that learning Chachos Yevanis is Aser? Explains the Gemara Amri, Shiny, Beis Rav Gamliel. 
There were different rules. Why? Because they were closed to the Malchus, and therefore it was necessary for them to know the Chachmas of Yevonis. And the Gemara proves, as we learned in Abraisa, about 15 lines down. First word line is Hamisaber. Hamisaber, Kume, one who cuts his hair like a Kumi. That's a din of Darke Amairi. However, there was someone by the name of Atasloimis Baruvein, Itila the Saber Kumi. The Chachamim allowed him to get such a haircut. Why? Because he was close to the Malchus. And therefore, there were unique leniencies similarly. And explains the Gemara shall basically Rabbi Gamliel etir lam lesaber b'chachmos yevanis memnei shekaraivim lemalchus. So the Gemara is proving that indeed chachmos yevanis is aser. However, there are unique scenarios of people that had to be close to the government and therefore were allowed to learn chachmos yevanis for that particular time. Says the Gemara legadol adam as they kelo and gain kasher b'shal shelas the Mishnah taught us. That one cannot raise a dog unless it's tied with a chain. Tanarabon. Gemara continues by quoting a Bryce or the two dots, 15 lines from the white lines. One cannot raise a dog unless it's tied up with a chain. However, Aval, what can you raise? However, you let have a dog in the city that's near a border town. You tie it up during the day, you don't want it to damage, but at night, you're allowed to undamage it so that the dog could protect you in such a dangerous situation. It's a similar din of raising pig. That they both get a curse. Those who are Megadal Chazirim and those or Megadel that raised Kilavim. Says the Gemara, Amar Av Yosef, Bar Minyumi, Amar Av Nachum, Becholir Asmuch Lesaber. Any place that's near Lesaber, Dami, any place that's near the border of Eretz Yisrael, Targumon Nahardai, that's what Nahardai was referring to, like, excuse me, like the city of Nahardai, and that is where one is allowed to raise a dog in order to have the protection that is necessary. Says the Gemara story, Tarish Rav Dostoy Timin Bira Rav Dostoy Timin Bira told the following story that the Pasik teaches us Ubenucha Yoimar Shuva Hashem Rivois Alva Yisrael. And when the Arain rested, Moshe would say, Return, come back, Shuva Hashem. Return to the myriads, the Rivois Alva Yisrael. What do we learn from this Pasuk Lamedcha? Shein, Shechina, Shaira, the Shechina does not rest. Al Yisrael, Pachos, Mishnei Alafim. Less than two myriads again, and um, which is, Shechina Alafim, excuse me, 2,000. Ushnei Revavais, and two Revavais, so Revav is 10,000, so that's 20,000, and 2,000, 22,000. So therefore, if you had chaser achas, you had twenty-one thousand 
999 people, and there's a pregnant woman, and she's going to complete the 22,000. And again, what's the incredible... My love, this child that's going to be born, this is going to bring the Shechina, as the Shechina only rests on such high numbers. And a dog bit her or barked, the Bila and she miscarried. Nimsa Zad, this dog was what? Kairim, the Shechina Sheistalik, May Yisrael. The Shechina left, Kla Yisrael, did not rest because of it. Another story, he hits two lines on the white lines, Allah Slamepa. Bahu Beisa, sir, a woman who entered the house to bake bread. Navach Bakel of a dog barked. Amr la Marie, Lotus Isumine. Owner said, Don't worry, don't be afraid of my dog. The common line, Shikule Minai. You know why? Because I've removed its teeth, and therefore the dog will not harm you. Amr she said, Shkili Tivusech, Vashade Chaziri, Kvarnod Vlad. Just take your gut and throw it on the thorns. You know why? Because Kvarnal Vlad, unfortunately, the Vlad, the fetus has already been dislodged, meaning she miscarried due to the bark of the dog. Continues the Gemara on the first very wide line, coding the final din in the Mishnah of Ain Parsin and Ishvin, the Yavanim, you're not allowed to spread out nets to capture the doves unless. There are 30 risks from the settled uh, city. Ask the Gemara, Mia says, Kuli, hi. Do the doves travel so far? You have to distance the Shaivach 50 Amois. So it sounds like 50 Amois is the distance that a dove is going to travel. And when the Mishnah said 30 risks, that's 8,000 Amois. Amar Abaya Misha Chayetuva says Abaya they travel very far, indeed up to eight thousand amos. But Kerasayu b'chamisha amah malia, their stomachs are filled with the grain they eat in the first fifty amos. So in order to protect the city, that's why they put the shayvach fifty amos away, so that the doves are not going to be consuming the crop of the city. However, they will indeed fly much further. Says the Gemara, they only fly 30 ris and all further for Atanya, but we learned, and I settled the area, now let us spread out the nets, even 100 mil, sounds like 100 mil, which is much more than 30 ris, 30 misses 4 mil, which you just said is 8,000, um, 8,000, 8,000 amois, but we see that they travel much further. Says the Gemara of Yosef Amr Rabbi Yishov Kiramim. That's only by the Kram they travel so far. Rabbi Amr Rabbi Yishov Shayvchin. Says the Gemara once again. So why isn't that enough of a reason unto its own? That you should not be allowed to spread a nest due to the fact that there's these doves that are owned privately in such an area. Ema says the Gemara, but or it's his own, and therefore we're not worried he's going to harm anyone by spreading out a net. Hadron Halach Meruba. Hopefully, through this barak, we've gained a newfound appreciation for the drashais, as we've had so many drashais back and forth. Klalu Pradu Klaus, different ribuyim. 
etc. And with that, we move on to Daf Pei Gimel Amid Beis. A new parak says the parak Chayvel Pechaveiroi. If someone damages his friend, what is Allah Chayv Alav Misham Chamisha Dvarim? And these are really Allahis that we've been mentioning so many times. And now we get to see them in the appropriate place. That what happens when someone harms another? You have to pay. Chamisha Dvarim says the Mishnah. What are the five items? Benezek, the damage, Betzar, the pain. Beriboy, number three, is healing. Number four is Besheves, the fact that he can't work. And number five is Ubaishas, and four, humiliation. And explains the Mishnah, these five entities. Benezek, Ketar, you pay for damages. Sima, Zainai, Kotas, Yadai. You blinded his eye, you cut off his hand, she breathed, broke his leg. So you know what we do? Ryan, I saw we view this person, Kilu Oive, Evan, Nimkar Bashak. He's an Evan, as if he's a slave sold in the marketplace. And therefore, Vishamina, we evaluate Kama Hayo Yafa, Kama Hu Yafa. How much was he worth with two eyes before he lost an eye, with two arms before he lost a leg, etc.? And how much is he worth now? And that is the value. Of the nezek, the damages that you must pay, number one. Number two is sar, the pain, says the Gemara. Kivai, oi b'shvod, If you hurt him with a spit or with a shvod, with a nail, uh, excuse me, kivai just means hurt him. B'shvod, oi b'masmer, with a spit or a nail. Va'afilu al-ziparno, even on his nail, on fingernail meaning. Ba'akim she'inai z'chabura. In a place doesn't really make a wound. How much would a person be willing to get paid to suffer such pain? A difficult, um, difficult parameter, but meaning honing in says Rashi that based on the level of the istinus, based on how. Uh, how much a person cannot handle pain, so therefore the payment for his pain is that much more. Continues the Mishnah, Reboy, how do you pay for his healing? He called, if you damage him, gotta pay the doctor's bills. If he has sores that developed on him, you have to pay for them. Continues the Mishnah of, let's say it healed. You damaged him and he healed. But then, Ministra came back. Chayos of Ministra. Chay of the Rabbi. So you have to continuously pay for the doctor's bills. Chayos called Tzarka. Yena Chay of the Rabbi. But once it's fully healed, and then even if after it's fully healed, sometimes a, a disease comes back, that's not your responsibility. But until it is healed, then you have to continuously pay. Next, says the Mishnah Sheves. Unemployment, right? And it's like Kilu Shemer Kishum. We view him as if he watches cucumbers. Shkar Nasla Demei Yadai Demei Ragla. He's already paid for the value of his hand. Now you just have to add on the value that he's not going to be able to work right now. Baishas, humiliation. I call a fiyam avayish. I'm tzbayish. Has to do with the one that inflicts the damage. Has to do with the one. Has to do with the one that received the damage, etc. Says the Gemara, Amai. We start with the first category, which is Nezek. Ask the Gemara, why are you evaluating how much he sold in the market? Says the Torah, you have to pay an eye for an eye. Sounds like, what do you got to pay? You got to pay an actual eye. So why are we saying that you have to pay for his value devaluation? 
of the slave, sounds like you have to give an actual eye for damaging him. Says the Gemara, that's not what it means. The Tanim learned in a price. Says the bride, you would think that if someone blinded his friend, you should blind hit him. Cut as the other, you cut off someone else's hand, marked as the other, which cut off his hand. She retracted, he broke his leg. Like we just said, the Hava Mina being, is literally, if you, if Ruvain knocks out Shimon's eye, then the best knocks out Ruvain's eye. Says the Gemara, that is not says the Tayram. We equate a maka adam with someone who damages a person with someone who damages an animal. And ma maka behema, just like when one damages an animal, you have to pay for the payment of that which was done. And let's say someone wants to say the following that no, you can't equate a human to an adam. The Pasik says, Do not accept a payment for the life of a murderer who's deserving to be killed. It sounds like when someone kills someone else, for his nefesh, you can't take a payment. But you could take kaifer for the loss of a tip of limbs. They don't come back. So what do we see? We see, says the Gemara, one thing for sure. We see that in reality, one does not have to pay with the loss of his own limb. But says the Gemara, let's try to figure out what exactly is going on. Hey, Maka, what's this Maka that we're referring to? If you're tell me the boss says, one who hits an animal, one who hits a person should be put to death. How be Catholic? I'm not talking about damages. That's one pasik that if you kill an animal, you have to pay nefesh achas nefesh. The and it says nearby someone who puts a mum in his friend. What he did he do back to him? Says the Gemara. One second. But it's not talking about the one who hits. Answers the Gemara. No. From Aka, Aka, it says in both Psukim, even though it's not the same word, but it says, I come to Psukim, I come to Psukim, I come to Psukim, I come to Psukim, I Ask the Gemara further, Vaksev, Ishki, Yake, Kol, Nefesh, Adam, Mois, you must. But the Basik says, if he hits any human, he should be put to death. So what is this? Again, we're, 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 we're struggling to figure out whether it's literal or whether it's payment. And we keep on having psukim that teach us that it's literal. Mice, you must. If you kill someone, you get killed. Answers the Gemara, no. But mama, the, pers- the Pasuk is talking about mama. Ask the Gemara, how do you know? Three lines from the medium-sized lines. Explains the Gemara, like we just said, it, there's the hekish between nefesh behema yishalmenu. That just like by the behema doesn't mean literal. So to over here it means tashlumim void. And furthermore, says the mark sivas reikish ayitim mom baadim kini nasin void shma mina mamon umayin nafsh shma mina mom. Period. So that's how we know it's referring to mamon. Now we go back, and in the previous brayis, um, 
the Gemara had almost a suggestion, and it didn't really resolve it. So now the Gemara says, What was the question if you want to say that maybe we can't bring Yogzir Shava a comparison from Behemoth to Adam? Visu Kokasha says the Gemara to Kokash Latana. The Tana was bothered. How do you know which one is learned from which? How do you know Maka Adam is learned from Maka Behema? And therefore it means Behema. Maybe Hafach, maybe the opposite. Maybe Maka Behema should be learned from Maka Adam. Explains the Gemara. Amri on the second medium sized line. Says, how do you know? We have both ways. So we don't know which way to darshan. Explains the Gemara. So this is where we learn. We need it for a different drasha. We need it to teach us that you don't get double jeopardy. You, well, not really. But you don't have to do payment and get killed. Says the Gemara. We learned this from a different boss, like a very famous drasha. That how do we know that one only gets one punishment for the actor? Says Kedai Rishasai. For there we learn now, Rishachas at the Machayva, Vieta Machayva, Shtei Rishuyais. You never get two punishments. Says the Gemara. One second. Vakati Vibayalei de Kamarachman lo Sichko Mamanu Siftrei. Answers the Gemara. Mkei and Lechdov Rachman lo Sichu Koyfer. Lasher Rosh Lamaves. You know, we learn out from over here. We would think you have a choice. You want to give value, give value. You want to give your eye, you give your eye. Who would choose such? I don't know, but you would have a choice. And therefore, we're learning that no, it's dafka tashlumim. Just like Maka Adam has, just like Maka Behema has to be tashlumim, so too Maka Adam has to be tashlumim. Pick it off from Rav Destoy.